another episode of Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, here to talk to you about all things intersectional feminism, DIY, and of course the music. This week, I'm joined by two of the most talented photographers in music, Erica Lauren and Courtney Coles. The two founded To The Front, which has become one of the most critical movements in art and the music industry. To The Front focuses on showcasing the photography of non-men and people of color who work within the independent music community, from portraits of artists to live show photography. Courtney and Erica joined to talk about creating To The Front, the importance of seeing themselves represented in the industry, the people who motivate them, collaboration, and so much more. So let's hear some more music and then hear from the To The Front organizers, Erica and Courtney.
place inside of my heart For all the quiet things you said in the dark I'm always trying to forget that part And I hate to admit that I still got the marks <laughs> Well, welcome Courtney and Erica to Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion. How are things all the way in California? It's pretty chilly here. Yeah? Yeah. It's 60 degrees. <laughs> Damn, I'm a little jealous. <laughs> I'm in Florida and it just got warm again, so. But also, yay. <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. <laughs> but I'm really excited to talk to you both for all the amazing efforts that you've put into To The Front, this really awesome, awesome collective of photographers and now you've incorporated musicians to play here and there at your events. So this is a really cool project that you've had going. Thank you so much. Thanks for talking to us about it. Thanks for, yeah, the us and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. You're doing something really important in music, and I'm so excited to talk to you about everything that you're doing. Um, but I kind of want to step back first and kind of ask a little bit about your love of photography and how you kind of first got into um, shooting photos and doing all that. Um, so, uh, photography, wow, it's a very loaded thing because it started off, I guess, when I was a kid and, uh, my parents always had cameras laying around just documenting my sister, brother, existing. And I kind of picked it up as well, taking cameras to school. And, um, fast forward to like 13, 14, I was really in love with music and figured, let me just take this little thing to concerts and see what I can do with this little guy. And it kind of grew from there, like documenting shows and not really faking I can make a living out of it because just a little ringy dicky 35 millimeter camera and point and shoot kind of thing. And I uh, grew from there. And, oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah. So in a similar way with Courtney, I got into it in school and was just documenting like my friends and family. And I would do like day in the life, like with disposable cameras, just for like classes I was taking in school. And I didn't at first think that it would turn into a career, but it's something I kept doing and enjoyed and then realized that there was a way that I could say I'm going to college and go to art school. So my parents would be happy, but I also could win. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a balance, isn't it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, that's really cool that that's been a part of your life for so long. Um, for both of you, it sounds like. Um, Courtney, do you remember the first show that you took your camera to? Uh, Taking back Sunday at Tower Records, they had a CD release show in 2004, and uh -huh. I did summer school for it, and I brought my disposable camera with me, and that was the first, like, I guess, show I photographed, but um, not including that, I think the first real thing was, oh my gosh, I have no idea. I That's really cool, though. But yeah, TBS, um, as a fan. That's a classic. <laughs> I love it. I love TBS and that must have been a really fun show, especially in like 2004. It was a very emotional experience and I love every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Did that kind of like emotion and excitement kind of drive you toward doing more concert photography from that time forward? It definitely did. It, uh, it was one of those things where I, I think at the time I was like really involved in like Zanga and LiveJournal and I was seeing a bunch of photographs of my favorite bands on those um, message boards. Mm -hmm. And I thought, wow, I get to finally contribute to these, <laughs> these message boards. 
And that was kind of like my entryway into uh, point of concerts and photographing them. But at the time I had to pick and choose which shows I was allowed to go to because my mom didn't want to take me to all the shows. Sure. So a lot of strategic planning, like, okay, which show can I go to? Which one can I bring my camera to or whatever? And um, yeah, my love grew from there. That's so awesome. And I like that you started young and like, you know, just kind of kept growing in that sense. And the internet is so cool that you were able to kind of use that to like share and put your photos out there at that point. Live journal and Zanga and stuff are amazing for all of that. Um, oh, our rest in power. <laughs> right? It was so great. Um, were you able to kind of start to build a network from there? I know that like, as you know, you start to develop and decide, Hey, I love photography and stuff. You kind of want to start sharing your work. Um, not really because it, I use live drones and more like a diary format than an actual like networking kind of thing. Oh, cool. And the, back then I have no idea where any of them are now, but I do want to say thank you to Brittany Hahn. If you hear this, <laughs> way. you're the reason why I'm in this world, girl. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea where any of those people <laughs> were in the market today. Huh, that's cool though. And, you know, just getting to kind of begin to show your work, whether it's diary style or even into probably what you do so more now, which is showcasing your work, that kind of helps you develop, I think, confidence, I'm sure. A little bit, yeah, it definitely did. That's so neat. Um, so, as you started to kind of like grow your love of photography and such, you kind of started getting to where you're both building really awesome careers. Um, can you kind of talk about the steps that you took to get to where you are so far and maybe some of the networking that you've done? Um, I hate networking with a fiery passion. Oh yeah. In, in a sense where like, if people are like, Oh, go to this event. It's a good networking opportunity. It kind of just freaks me out. Mm -hmm. But I um, in my case, and I'm, I'm pretty sure with like Courtney's too, it kind of happens naturally with like internships. And so when I went to school, I got to a point where it was getting really expensive and I started interning and that fully took over like any opportunities that came up in the future were because of that and assisting like other photographers. And it just happened in a more natural way where like, I become friends with people I'm working with and then that opens the door to something else but I guess in a way like that could be networking but as someone that's pretty awkward and anxious I'm not like a really good suit or like professional with mm -hmm. that stuff but I think most artists aren't so I don't feel alone in that at all and I think it's more authentic when you when you build a real like friendship or at least rapport with someone no, that makes sense because then you're making more organic connections and they're people that you can just work with in the future and you can also count on them as friends at that point too. Yeah, and so um, to be more specific, it was like a, a internship at a record label and then that led to an internship at um, Spin Media and then when I, it just kind of trickled into the music industry and like from labels to like websites or um, applications. No, that makes sense. That's really cool. And I like that you kind of went through the music industry because a lot of people, I think, sometimes knee-jerk into doing straight up um, like media, whether it's blogs or newspapers or whichever platform. So that's cool that you kind of went through the music industry to grow. Yeah, and I mean, I definitely went through my phases in um, 
community college where I would start my own website so I could get photo passes to things. And um, then I realized that instead of running a web, an editorial website, I'd rather just like take the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes it's better that way because then you just get to focus on what you, the part that you really love. Exactly. That's awesome. So how did you two first meet? Um, we first met through one of my roommates. Uh, we went to Warp Tour, like, what was it, like, four, four summers ago? Yeah. Uh, a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had heard of Courtney just because she's a photographer and I have the internet. And um, we, we met and I instantly was like, this person is amazing. And also we're on the same page with how we were frustrated with not getting certain um, jobs and opportunities to tour and we had been in photography for a while and it felt it felt like we had that in common where we wanted something to happen and we wanted to progress and we kind of just bonded over that and became friends and since we both live in LA we you know it just our friendship kind of grew and then yeah that's how I remember it what about you Courtney <laughs> <laughs> I definitely remember uh, hearing about Erica for a hot minute because we have mutual friends. And um, LA, as big as it is, we have very few photographers who are like people will talk about often. Mm -hmm. And she was one who kept coming up in a lot of conversations. So I was like, who's this Erica Lauren? Like, I don't have a met her yet. <laughs> and so I remember that show for this band called Microwave, like many, many lifetimes ago. I forgot what year it was. But I remember coming after work, smelling like coffee, feeling defeated and gross. And then just seeing her kill it, like just being the only person photographing the show and going like, holy crap, she's so cool. <laughs> she's so cool. <laughs> and then fast forward to Warped Tour, we hung out and I was just bonding in the, the parking lot as one does. Just about life and photography and school and like everything because we have so much in common and I felt so seen. Like, oh my God, we have the same similar background <laughs> and we're in this wild, crazy world together. So we kind of like bonded off that and Yeah. And we wanted to make things happen because we we're both kind of sad and we're like, let's just make shit happen on our own. And then <laughs> we did. <laughs> That's so awesome that you were over, you were able to like bond over having the same experiences and also the fact that you both have this clear drive to be successful in this industry too. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely, um, when you meet like-minded people like Courtney and I, like you kind of just are like instantly like oh my god there's someone there's someone else like me and we just need to be friends yeah <laughs> we, we need to band together <laughs> yeah and it wasn't until many years later where we decided to do to the front but it it was kind of like now we look at it and we look back at how we felt that day at warp tour and we're like oh yeah it's all actually happening because we've wanted something this kind of seems like an answer to what our frustrations were at the time absolutely well, one of the things that I recall reading whenever I was researching and learning more about you both was that, you know, you both seem to have more of the attitude of supporting each other. Um, like if somebody isn't able to cover something, you can help each other versus like the competitiveness that sometimes can happen whenever you're working just in media in general. Uh, can you kind of talk about that? And uh, the, it seems like it's important to you to support each other over compete. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, it, it kind of feels, it's not like a written or spoken thing that there's only one space for you, but like you feel like when you're a minority that there's only so much room for you and that you're supposed to be pitted against each other. But that's what we want to combat is that feeling that there isn't enough room 
to like uplift each other. And I think that's um, our, one of our main missions is like, obviously like you want to do well in your field and you want to like create good work, but that doesn't mean that you have to tear other people down or feel like you're alone and like everyone else is your enemy or like you're, it's, it's that feeling of like, if you're in a photo pit and everyone else is kind of elbowing you out of the way, like (laughs) we don't want that. We want like the opposite of that. And I think that's one of the positives of like to the front and even just being friends with people and being a good human being is realizing like, Hey, like I actually can't even cover this, this shoot that someone pitched me, but I know other great photographers and like, I want them to be able to like do well also. So it's more of a community feeling versus like a, everyone out for themselves. That's so awesome. And that really shines through with to the front. Was this kind of a part of the planning and creation of to the front, that idea of solidarity between photographers to support each other? I, I feel like it was, um, even though we didn't intend for it to grow or continue beyond the LA show that we had for the first one, we, we already had that feeling with, um, our, other photographer friends, Danielle and Carly, um, just being that they're, they're in the same scene as us. They're shooting the same bands, but like, we don't look at them as like, it's us against them. They're our friends and we want them to also like thrive and do well. And I know they want the same for us. So we had that feeling already. And then we just, we realized, Hey, this is actually like cultivating something that connects with other people. And like, it just grew bigger and like with more artists that feeling gets stronger because you know there's people in other countries and on the other side of like the U.S. that want to like you know champion us while we're like doing the same for them. That's so awesome and I love that that's a part of just the DNA of To The Front. It's so neat. Can you kind of describe and maybe talk about the first show in LA and how you kind of planned and organized everything? Uh, So the first show in LA, uh, it came to be uh, about, wow, it's been like, what, two, three years? Two years. Two years, okay. So two years ago this month, actually, I was in a show um, for Women of Color and um, just, you know, it was curated by a woman who was in a show, I think she was the only token person of color in the show and she realized oh my god like, what the heck is going on like, why am I the only person when I know there's other artists around me who deserve to be seen so she and her partner banded together and like had this call for artists and I was one of the chosen artists and at the show um Erica came with flowers and her cane and she had <laughs> her crutches okay <laughs> <laughs> it was the most I had never felt so much love in my life it was a really weird headspace because I was freaking out about like life and grad school and like or the possibility of grad school and just freelance in general I was so unsure of everything and Erica had asked me if I wanted to just like find a space and do something like this but for music and like before she even finished speaking I was like yes because I have been thinking thing but did not put into words that wasn't you know I was in a weird headspace and so that came to be because she was just so she was inspired by seeing all the work around her and I was inspired because I was like holy shit why aren't we doing this <laughs> ourselves yeah he um, came from like she asked like who do you want to you know include I'm like how about Carly and Danny because like we're all friends and like why not hang out with your friends in a small space in LA and um it I think we had like less than a a month to plan everything, which is so 
unheard of with art in general. And um, we found the space, didn't expect a lot of people to show up, but all of our friends came with their friends. And the four of us are all a bunch of anxious babies. And the fact <laughs> that we were like, oh, we can't leave the party because the party is for us. <laughs> so there was that experience of like um, all of our four worlds like colliding and being uplifted, supported by our individual communities and watching just that grow and then having the internet support that too, which is such a crazy thing because it's the, it's the internet. But um, that first show was something that we didn't think would grow to be what it is now. We just thought it'd be the one night only for photographers who work in music, work on the wall, here we go. And it became this thing that kind of like filled in like the blanks or the spaces of like, why well, I feel so alone, you know, working the shop or doing this X, Y, Z, like, is it even worth it? And they became the same, like, no, yeah, it totally is worth it because at least for myself, I'm, I'm the example I needed when I was a kid mm -hmm. of like, oh, there's stuff like me who's like working in music. And like, it seems so, you know, uncommon for a little black girl to be in a very friendly white dude world. But, um, it became that kind of experience of, um, just being that face that, needs to be seen and um this whole entire experience has been so uplifting so beautiful and like watching the community grow and watching other people want to you know have their hand in it or just do their own little thing it's very great and inspiring another thing too that we i mean we thought of this towards the end of when we were planning the first show was that we can help organizations that we believe in that are like local to I think it was Planned Parenthood and we also did another charity for the first show and it was around the time that um Donald Trump was elected as president which was a very dark time for everyone yeah and um being able to combat that from a point where like we don't have a ton of money as artists but it's like we wanted to raise something for an organization that can at least feel like we're like taking a stand mm -hmm. in a certain direction um so that's become a big part of the show and every time we have a charity that's local to the city that we're in to donate to and if it, it just i don't know it feels like we're making an impact even if it's not a huge monetary one it's like it's something, something. and it feels like that's important to continue on yeah because at that point it's like as a collective in that sense you're making a statement by being present, by having, you know, non-men contributing to this, people of color and so on, uh, contributing their art. But then when you're also contributing to the local community in that sense, that's like, it goes beyond just the presence. You're actually making a, even if it's not the largest, it's a monetary statement too. That's really powerful. Yeah. And I mean, that's important to us to continue that. And hopefully it'll get to the point where we're donating like thousands, thousands <laughs> to, to an organization that needs it. And that's, it's important. Absolutely. Well, I'm sure you're going to continue to grow at this rate because just by how much I've seen to the front get mentioned by different people throughout the scene, it's just amazing. And it's exciting. It's been so exciting to watch y'all grow. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we, we're officially at, I think, 52 artists that are part of the project. Wow. So, we want to keep adding um we'll always invite the people that have been in past shows and then mm -hmm. depending on the city that we're in we'll look for a few local artists and it all it of course depends on the spaces that we get because we need 
bigger spaces, more wall space. Yeah, to house all of us. Yeah. <clears throat> Absolutely. That makes complete sense. What made you decide to start taking the, the showcase to start traveling? And how do you pick what cities you want to do? We do it selfishly, kind yeah. of, because Courtney and I love to travel. And I mean, we started it as a selfish thing of like, we wanted to go to New York. And it happened to be, um, it was before Silent Barn closed. And that worked out which was like the the turnout for that will always that feeling was incredible just like people were inside and outside and um it's been like so new york and then toronto were just like we want to go there we know people that live there and um the following cities like boston um it was someone reached out to us and was able to help us have a show there which was amazing yeah. Shout out to Adam Moulter. Thank you, Adam. In Boston. Um, <laughs> basically, we're, we're trying to do major cities, but of course, like, we would love to, like, go other places that people can help us find venues at this point, which is the most important part is, like, we would love to travel there, and also we would love to have a lot of wall space so that everyone can have their work up, and we can't, like, that's been the biggest obstacle is, like, finding a space that can finding spaces <clears throat> so that's now our new method of why we're traveling somewhere because we have a good space before it was like we want to just go yeah yeah and we, we did and it there. was amazing like i'll be able to look back and be like we went to all these cities within probably within the last two two years <laughs> we've gone to more places than i've traveled my whole life because i never traveled as a youth thing <laughs> <laughs> We always joke that we're slowly on a very slow tour. <laughs> that's so exciting, yeah. though. And that's so fulfilling for you to be able to get these travels in now. And it's with your art, too. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. very, very fulfilling. And I'm very, we're I'm both grateful. very grateful for it. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Um, so you mentioned to me before we started recording that in 2019, you want to do some pop-ups. Uh, how are you, how do you plan on tackling this? Are they going to just kind of be surprised announced really close to the day of the show or? I am bad at surprises and keeping information, (laughs) (laughs) information to myself. So I I will, I would like us to be able to just announce it as soon as it's confirmed. Mm -hmm. And like this next one is confirmed we haven't put it out there it's part of ajj's music festival um it's called desert trash in phoenix cool and so this was an idea that i was on tour with them and they were talking about planning this festival and i kind of was like they always have an art aspect where they like have an artist hang i think it was just one artist that hung his work up last year and I kind of just was like, what about to the front being there? Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't think, hey, is there going to be like a gallery? Is there going to be wall space? Is there going to be light? And this is going to be a, a pop-up because it'll be outside and it'll be kind of just like temporary wall space. We'll have a booth. We'll have prints for sale. We'll have a zine. And we'll reach people that normally wouldn't be able to come to the gallery shows or probably don't even know about it yet, which is what's important to Courtney and I is being able to reach people that are not in a bubble like we don't want to just be in a bubble we want to like expand and we want kids that are not you know maybe they don't know about it but they'll learn about it and also feel like hey this is a great thing and maybe it'll give them inspiration inspiration yeah for their for their work so 
that's what our hope is, is just to reach people we normally wouldn't. And it's, you know, a little less, a little less work for us where <laughs> I'm not having a panic attack about a venue or like, you know, but um, it'll be like probably up less prints per artist. And that's why it's a pop-up because it's not a full show. That's really cool though. Cause then it's like you, it's, it's the mini version. You're able to expose so much and you're able to make it more transportable in that sense. Yeah. And I, I, we had never even thought about doing this until that opportunity came up. And then we have, obviously we want to do full cities uh, in 2019, but we'll probably have a few more that are connected to like music festivals or music events. Yeah, that's smart because those events have really large crowds and you can educate them not only about the different artists that you showcase, but you do a really great job showing the different charities that you choose to donate to. I mean, I remember seeing the information on like the Ali Forney Center and like La Preta Abierta and the Toronto Rape Crisis Center and all of those. You do a really great job about like sharing that the materials in that sense too. Thank you. Yeah, we want to keep keep, keep that going. Absolutely. How do you pick which charity that you want to do for each, like, um, each show? It depends. Um, I try to put out feelers for like who, who, uh, lives out there and has recommendations because we don't want to align ourselves with someone that it might be not the best, but I'm just finding it online. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll, um, usually an artist that lives there and has known about it will recommend it. Um, so it works out so far that way just to ask local artists and say like hey this is your city who do you support no that's awesome I love the sound of that because then it really those artists at that point will know what's going to really impact their local community too exactly awesome how do people kind of get involved like as somebody who's interested in having their work possibly displayed with um your showcase how did how do they get in touch <coughs> um, um we don't have a submissions process because it's such a large project already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think up until, I mean, in general, I think it's been word of mouth, really. So now in New York, it was just a bunch of like, oh, my friend or a friend of a friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but since I think it's just been, um, we'll put out a call for people who do you know in like Nashville or Philly or what have you. And then just from there, we kind of like, send out emails or cold emails yeah the way we've started has been which artists um do courtney danielle and carly and i look at online and um who inspires us and that's how like now it's not it's seriously not a lie when we're like these are our favorite photographers yeah. um that we've looked <laughs> up to for x amount of years being like like i used to geek out over this person's work and now they're my friend and now we get to like showcase our work alongside each other and it's not meant to exclude people because we do want to grow it as much as possible. And that's why we've come up with a method of just being like um, everyone that's been in it. And then also local artists that we usually have to ask people that are local there because um, no one is more informed on their scene than like someone that lives there. Yeah. So it's like if, if you live in this city and you're part of To The Front, um, we'll ask for your help to like recommend artists and yeah that's that's basically it it's just it's hard to um say no to people and that's why we've always been hesitant to ask for submissions because I never like 
we never want to just be like it's no such a heart- yeah i hate because everyone no. is good like, i love everyone's work i don't want to say no to you because you think like you may think i don't like your work it's more like there's no space for this and so and that's why our <laughs> um, we're also hoping to create a zine which would have um not just people that are in the show but people that would like to submit stuff submit stuff because another main part of to the front is that we want all of we want all of these artists to be um putting themselves out there for hire so we can kind of have a directory of like these are artists that work in music that are available and if you're looking for someone you really hear here's your budget like take yeah. a look that's cool get hired yeah, because it's kind of like a catalog then, and then if somebody likes an artist's particular style of shooting or something, they can recruit them to go on tour or, like, shoot for records or anything, really, at that point. Yeah, I've had some <laughs> friends that um, that work in music as, like, managers that have hired artists from To The Front because they know of them now because of To The Front. So it's, that's like, awesome. that's the goal is that people in different cities, like, it, it here's an easy way for you to locate people in different cities and here's their portfolio and please pay them please pay them <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome well i love that those kind of opportunities are starting to happen for people as a result that's just amazing to me us too <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're surprised it's such a humbling thing to be like oh we hired so-and-so because of this well crap thank you that's awesome. What are some things you'd like to be able to accomplish with To The Front in the future? Honestly, to uh, continue to inspire people um, to either start their own thing or just to like, you know, be more um, upfront with like, you know, finding jobs themselves or what have you. Um, I selfishly just like want to, I just hope someone from some small town or what have you is like not feeling alone. They see a bunch of photographers who are just doing it on their own because they've heard so many no's in their life. No, don't take that no as a no. Just take it as a, okay, I'll do it myself. Yeah, for me, <laughs> um, it was a, like a good reality check because I, as I mentioned, I get very anxious and a lot of the planning is overwhelming when I also am doing like freelance work and have a job. Um, and when I was on tour, someone in uh, Seattle came up to me and said that or they, they messaged me. They didn't come up to me. They came up to me on my phone. And they said, we were both at a show that was predominantly male. And she just was like, hey, like, I've been seeing what you're doing with To The Front. And I kind of normally would freak out in this situation and go home. Like, I would feel not welcomed. And because of what you guys have been doing, I know that, like, I, I belong here, too. And, like, I should belong here. And, like, that's, that is exactly why I want us to keep doing this. Because... Like, I'm not saying that everyone is going to feel the same, but that alone was just like, hell yeah. Like, we want that. Like, you you do belong there. Yeah. There's enough room for all of us at the top. I love that. Damn, I wish that, you know, I, w- I started probably doing a little bit of, um, I was, I'm both a writer and sometimes a photographer whenever I like write a review of a show or something for a long time, I would do that and I would take my own photos to go alongside it for different blogs. And like, I definitely felt that intimidation factor more so with um, whether it was the other male photographers at that point, or it was actually like bouncers being really intimidating and stuff and trying to tell me I wasn't, I didn't belong there basically. Um, So your movement, I wish that I discovered it sooner and I was more 
afraid of that kind of stuff and more intimidated because it's so powerful. I've, I'm inspired to pick it back up again for that reason, because there's just, I can feel the camaraderie that you've developed between the different photographers through what you're doing. That's amazing. That's Thank you. Like, I'm about to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, that's exactly what our, this is like our solution to those feelings because it is very relatable when you go through it. And there will be people that try to still say that that doesn't exist mm -hmm. and that we're, it's in our head that that's not a thing. And I'm like, don't, you can't tell someone that is being, that is feeling something that's not that valid. they're wrong and it's not happening and it's not valid because it is. And, yeah. um, even when we were in Philly, Augusta had played a set at the show and she had said something where I was just like, are you kidding me? Because she's one of my favorite singers. Yeah. <laughs> where she's like, if this had existed when I was younger, I would have started doing music earlier. And I'm like, this is exactly. beyond yeah. comprehensible. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but that alone of like, it's not even, like she's not talking about photography, she's talking about music. And that's important too, is like, we're going to keep incorporating local artists in, in their show with playing music because of that exact reason. And, you know, yeah. Cause not everyone wants, you know, to be the photographer or the, the whatever they probably want to be the musician or the stagehand or what have you. And they don't see themselves being represented in that. And we really want everyone to feel included and just not feel like, oh man, I guess I'll go and be a doctor or something. It's like, I mean, nothing wrong with doctors, but like, I'll just go and do this. <laughs> because <laughs> I'm not you know welcome to hear something it's like don't let all the negatives about what it's like to be an ex artist and whatever feel like let that stop you from pursuing what your heart desires absolutely well I love what you're doing because I know it's inspiring not only me but so many other people out there to just go for it and that's really awesome uh because of the fact that you have experience now building your portfolios and showcasing work what advice would you give to somebody who is really interested in getting involved in photography specifically, or even with um, the music industry side of it too? Keep shooting, keep photographing, um, anything and everything. Uh, if you can uh, photograph things that aren't just music related, because it'll help you really kind of hone in your own personal style. And when you're burned out off music, you can revert back to the thing that makes you kind of like make your heart sing. And um, don't take a no as a final answer. Sometimes it just means not right now. So just keep on keeping on. <laughs> don't never stop, never stopping. <laughs> I would say like the same and also do good work and be a good person and that will pay off. Like there's no need to step on anyone so that you can progress. People remember the nice people and they also remember those who are not that nice. And you don't want to be the person who has good work, but you're also a jerk because those people don't get hired. That's, that's completely true. And it's important because you make an impression and that goes such a long way. And I feel like for the longevity of any career. Definitely. Yeah. Are there any people who have like really motivated or inspired you to kind of keep going with your career? Um, yes. For me, they're non-music photographers. They're more in the art world. Uh -huh. And my number one favorite photographer is Carrie Mae Weems. And it's just inspiring to me how she uh, has made such a beautiful body of work 
in the 30 plus years she's been around and how um, finally, at least to me, finally, everyone's like saying her name out loud because at the time it felt like I was the only person who knew she was. And so whenever I'm feeling kind of down or out or just like no one knows who I am, I remember that no one cared about her work into her mid thirties. And then now she's like taking over the art world and she's everywhere. And so just remembering that like my favorites are people who aren't big on the internet or have, you know, a massive cult following or whatever. It kind of keeps me in my space of like, okay, don't worry about the numbers because the numbers don't really mean <laughs> anything because so-and-so has made a career without the aid of social media. So that kind of keeps me going. That's so awesome. I love the sound of that because then it's like you're not comparing yourself anymore. You're just focusing on your work and it'll come from there. Exactly. I mean, it's, we all do it. We all compare ourselves, but yeah. I remind myself, so-and-so didn't meet that. So you don't either court. <laughs> I love it. <clears throat> do you have somebody too, Erica? Oh, um, I would say for my own personal work, um, like BJ Papas was one of my favorite photographers growing up and she's a music photographer. She shot like my favorite pictures of Rancid. Mm-hmm. and just like a lot of hardcore bands and I think her work has always inspired me because it it looks you know like it's her photo when you see it and she's a legend so I, I just am motivated by artists like that that are kind of like you have your own aesthetic you're you captured history like I don't know just someone that makes an impact like that and I, mean, I agree with Courtney where um, a lot of the artists that I grew up uh, admiring school like Francesca Woodman she wasn't a music photographer um, but she's still someone that always motivates me like if I'm feeling kind of in a what is it writer's block for photographers photographers block <laughs> I don't know <laughs> when, when I'm feeling kind of low or something I'll I'll revisit some of the artists that really inspire me and um, yeah it's just refreshing to have those people to look up to and I would say that I'm, I am motivated by to the front now because yeah. it kind of makes me feel like we're doing something even if it's something baby small. steps just knowing that that exists kind of rejuvenates me and makes me feel like motivated to like keep pushing and it's a recharge for sure every time we do it I just am full of feelings <laughs> I love that. And that's really important because it, it keeps you motivated to keep working on to the front and then your personal careers too. Yeah, exactly. That's so special. Do you have any like favorite people that you've met that are either musicians or people in the industry that you've worked with, whether it's like to the front or within your career? Favorite people. Hmm. I think Chris Farron is my favorite person. <laughs> Just because <laughs> he. He makes you feel like not a weirdo and like if he's always welcoming to let me shoot him and just he's always been someone that just kind of has taken me under his wing and be like oh your work's amazing and just I don't know even when I don't feel like it like I feel like (laughs) he's such a nice person and same with he's not a band but Jamie Coletta is one of my favorite people and she's a publicist that I met several years ago who's one of my good friends now and I think I don't know like having her 
support and people that are like-minded to her have kind of changed the way that I see myself. I love that. And Courtney too. I love Courtney so much. No, <laughs> <laughs> you can't throw me with Jamie and Chris. Oh my god. <laughs> That's so um, awesome. I think for me, it's just my friends in general. Like I'm so inspired by all my friends, and um, I mean that because they're my friends. But it's just that thing of looking around and seeing that the community I've always wanted and dreamt of is one I currently have. And it's one of those like answered prayers where you're just like, Oh shit. Cool. Everyone around me is like, they're, they're great people, good energy, good vibes, great work ethic. And all of that. Um, just, yeah, not all the, yeah. I'm so emotional right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I love it. It's, it. it's important to be able to reflect on all those feelings and like all the experiences that you had. That's just, that's really special. I would say too, as far as artists that have been really supportive up to the front, um, like everyone that has played it, like Pony, Augusta, like I can't even, there's just been a handful of people that are just like happy to be a part of the project and that's inspiring in itself. And those the artists like that that are like doing it because they care and like want to be a part of the community their community like those are the people that stick out that's so awesome and what a great opportunity for everybody involved too because you get to meet each other you get to support each other and you're helping the community exactly that's really cool if you could kind of put together maybe a show or an event that you know you could pick anybody you want to, to have as kind of like your subjects. Who would you pick? Like photographers, musicians, or all the above, or? All of the above, like, you know, say, say you're going to like an event with your camera and you're gonna shoot photos, who would you wanna take that maybe, maybe you haven't taken before or maybe you wanna take photos of again? I would love, 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 love to photograph um, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> <laughs> that never happens. Britney Spears, for sure. A million percent. Britney Spears. <laughs> I love that. I would love to photograph. I've shot her before, but I love Against Me and I love shooting Laura Jane Grace. So I would say Laura Jane Grace, the distillers. Um, which who I've never photographed before, but they've been my favorite band since the seventh grade. So oh. one day I one will day. shoot them as one they day. have made their return. I love that. I love the vision. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool. Well, I hope these opportunities just continue to come for you because this is just, it's been so exciting to watch to the front develop. I love being able to follow your work on your personal careers too. It's really cool and exciting. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, where can everybody keep up with To The Front Online and um, your personal work too? Our website is tothefrontdiy.com and all of our social handles are at tothefrontdiy and my, my handles are <laughs> at by Erica Lauren and mine are at Kearney Flakes. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your 
knowledge on photography and being able to work within the industry and of course to the front. It's really awesome to see this just continue to grow. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you so much for caring enough to talk to us about it because we're always stoked when people do. Yeah, you I love it. favorites Buckeye. Thank you so much to Erica and Courtney for sharing what they put into organizing to the front and their goals for the upcoming traveling show. Keep an eye out for upcoming events near you and be sure to support both photographers on social media. That's it for this week but you can always keep up with me online. Follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for regular updates. Subscribe and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Play, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Stitcher, and so much more. Want to tell me what you think of the podcast? Leave a review on any of the apps. I'd love to hear from you. I'm always booking guest spots, so hit me up at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. Whether you write and play music, run a blog, take photos, work in publicity, or book shows, this can be a space for you. Send me a link to your work, and let's chat. Until next time, stay angry and stay tuned for more To The Front events.